News Talk KZRG. News Talk KZRG. FM 102.9, 105.9, AM 13.10 on your smart speakers. News Talk KZRG. Happy Valentine's Day. Steve Scott, Ted Borges. I'm Peter Thiel. He is the president of the Chamber of Commerce for Joplin. He's been on duty since, what, July? July, that's correct. Yeah. Travis Stevens, welcome to the show. Thank you, Peter. It's great to be here. Happy Valentine's Day. Yeah, happy Valentine's Day indeed. All right, let's talk about it. It's uh, Joplin has unique opportunities and unique, uh, probably, challenges. What's the biggest challenge? Wow, you're just hitting me with the hard stuff right <laughs> off the bat. Uh, you know, I, I don't know if there's one single glaring big challenge. I, I think it's like a lot of communities. There's a multitude of things going on. Um, yeah, I, that's, that's a hard one to be honest I, with you. I'll tell you what I think one challenge is. Sure. Is that I think one of the big problems that the city of Joplin has that can prohibit growth is that we're kind of landlocked. We're surrounded by incorporated towns uh, for the most part. And there's very uh, minimal amount of land to annex. Sure. I, I think that's true. Uh, that's a very true statement. I think that can be a challenge. It could also be an opportunity to really grow within and, and go back to your core and, and build up the downtown and build. I wouldn't, I'm not, when I say build up, I don't mean skyscrapers. I mean yes. just enhance the quality of what you have and take what you have and build it better. And the, and the theory goes, and I'll, I'll just explain this real quick, is that with any type of town or city, you are as only as good as your downtown. That is the theory behind this, and it works relatively well. Sure. Um, it's uh, obviously we're a community, there's uh, the MoCan partnership, all that sort of stuff. In your leading here, have you met with any of the, or any of the area mayors that are not necessarily in Joplin? No. However, I am scheduled to be in Pittsburgh next week to do that exact thing. Okay. Um, so we're meeting with several leaders from the Joplin area, going to Pittsburgh to meet with areas leaders of that community and just talk about collaboration, cooperation, what can we do as a region together. Because obviously any new job that comes to the area benefits Joplin probably more than anywhere else, primarily because that's where people spend their money. Sure. Sure. It, uh, is there, do you have an elevator pitch for Joplin? You know, we're still crafting that. Okay. Um, so my personal elevator pitch is we are here to help the Joplin area become the best version of itself. Sure. So that our businesses can thrive and their employees can experience a high quality of life right here in the heartland. So they'll never want to leave. Because that's a big issue right now. That you know, going back that to challenges, a bad, that ain't right, a bad elevator right. pitch. It's, and it's it's somewhat generic and vague, but but that's really and and the crux of that is Joplin is unique. Every community is unique. We're all on our own path. What what yes. our potential is is up to us. It's our destiny. If we were to go, you know, I'm coming from the Bentonville Chamber. Yes. If I were to take everything that's happened in Bentonville and try to apply it in Joplin, it wouldn't work. Of course. We would, we would fail miserably, um, just like other communities trying to replicate things that have happened in Joplin. Everybody else wants a, a med school. Joplin has a med school. Let's go get our med school. Yeah. That's not going to work any, anywhere else in a lot of places. So it, It's Travis Stevens. He's the new president of the Joplin Chamber of Commerce. It's, uh, it's uh, my, my main concern, I think, that, and I think anyone in our community should be concerned about this as well, is that 
uh, cities of our size have a real issue where sometimes we don't believe that our biggest employers could leave. Unfortunately, uh, if you follow just history as a guide, uh, at some point, one of our big employers will move. Sure. And if you're not adding on all the time, you are becoming so dependent on that one employer that eventually it could really hurt the community right. if we don't expand. Absolutely. So I'm, my hometown is Fort Smith, Arkansas. Where I imagine a lot of people here know Fort Smith. They're probably not that familiar with it. At one point in time, there was a company called Whirlpool that employed close to 10,000 people in Fort Smith. It's not there anymore. Yep. Um, so that is the case to be made for why we are recruiting more businesses to come here because over time, things evolve and... You're right. You're you're 100 right. At some point, some of these companies that have been here forever may and, cease and, to exist. Well, so. or, or they are in a facility that it's cheaper to move than it is to retool it. Sure, sure. And that happens a lot. Right. It's uh, because it's not just. Uh, and one of the things I think that people always have to realize: any company here does not owe Joplin a penny. They have been giving jobs to people in our community for a long, long time. And there are communities begging to get new companies to oh, move yeah. in. And they'll do whatever it can take right. to get them in. Sure. So that's, uh, that's one of the things that I, I, I look at as a big thing. The other thing that I have asked our politicians, and, uh, and you've only been around for like eight months, so uh, I'll forgive you <laughs> if you don't have this. Um, what is... Our area and our communities, 5, 10, 15, 20-year plans. What are they? Right. A good luck getting an answer. Sure. It's a real important thing, primarily because it is livability for our community, mm-hmm. uh, from roads, from uh, you know, future development, where do things happen, instead of just hoping something happens and then fixing it afterwards. Right, right. No, I think that's very important, and that's some, some, there's discussions going on right now with quite a few leaders of other entities besides the chamber, um, educational entities, healthcare entities, about we need a strategic plan to set our direction, set our decision-making process for the next five to ten years. And so that's something that's near and dear to my heart. If you don't, the old adage, if you don't know where you're going, how do you know if you ever got there um, and you could end up anywhere? So we've got to get a strategic plan. And I, you know, I've lived around places. I, I've, I've been through there, there a lot. If you've ever been to Houston, mm-hmm. Houston forever was growing like crazy and had no plans. And all of a sudden they woke up one day saying, we're going to be a complete, utter nightmare to ever be in. And they had to build roads afterwards. And they had to do things that was, you know, quadruple the cost. Sure. At least. Right. My concern is, as our community goes, is that we should be looking at those roads that we may need 25 years from now. Sure. Because it ultimately is a sales pitch for you at the chamber and everywhere else. Uh, Northwest Arkansas is an amazing place. It, uh, it's, uh, it's on path, not far from now, to be the largest area in the state of Arkansas. It, uh, it is growing at such a rapid rate. And obviously, a lot of people give credit or blame uh, to Walmart, but it's much more than that, isn't it? It is. And um, it's, it's really, 
you know, Walmart, obviously, they're the engine that drives everything. Yes. Um, it's really the success story of Bentonville and Northwest Arkansas is really about the, the family and their love for their community and, hey, we've got all this money, let's invest it back into the community we love, as opposed to, let's go to Hawaii and live out the rest of our days. I mean, they could be, and some of the members of the family have done that. Um, but a lot of people, when I was in Bentonville, they would come to the chamber, oh, what's the secret sauce? What, you guys are killing it. What's, what's going on down there? And, and comically, my answer was always, here's what you do. You go find the second wealthiest family in the world, get them to move to your community, and then get them to invest. And, and so that's why, you know, you said it. I mean, it's unlike anywhere else in the world. And it's not, we can learn things from how they did some things and how they grew and, and got some momentum going and the tools they used. But you're not going to be able to replicate that anywhere else. Um, but we have an, an advantage that it is growing. It's, um, what's interesting is 10 years ago, nobody wanted to live near the Bentonville Square because it was a very small run, kind of a rundown community. Yeah. Um, it's, it's changed. And now there's only a certain upper percentage of income earners that can afford to live in Bentonville. Yeah. In fact, one of my high school buddies, he and his wife live in Bentonville. I, uh, I, when I zip down there for different things, I'll meet him up at that art museum there, yeah. have a cup of Joe with them and sure. hang out a little bit. It's a, it's an incredible thing, but the lesson, obviously we don't have that. We don't have the second richest family in right. the world. But we also have 44 and 49 meeting right. at the same place. Right. And, uh, and you know, being able to make those pitches and to work through. Uh, it, I frequently get to speak to the governor. I frequently get to speak with some of our legislative leaders. What do they need to know about development in our area that they may not know? Well, hopefully they know, but... Um... You know, what's, what's interesting to me is obviously we have the interstates. We have a really great workforce. Now, we don't have an abundance of workforce. Nobody has that right now. But in talking to a lot of the large employers, even though they're still short on number of people, they have plans to expand in Joplin because things are going well. Um, the workforce they have, they love. There's advantages to being here, the geographic location, the proximity to things. So there, we have a lot of things going for us. There's lots of room to grow. Um, but it's, it's just a matter of listening, understanding their needs and making sure we can fill those needs ahead of time and look five to 10 years down the road. So like you said earlier, we don't, because people are vying for other, you know, companies to come in all the time. Yeah. And, and most of these folks have multiple locations around the country. Yes. And they see, okay, well, our facility in Indiana is doing this. Our facility down in Texas is doing this and they're comparing you know, all the productivity of all their locations. And from what I understand, Joplin it performs very well in all these, whatever metrics and categories they're looking at. Golden Apple Awards yes. for the Joplin Chamber. <laughs> you see, I, I start off with Good a segue. fastball. Right. Now I end it with a softball. Get, get talk about the rainbows yeah, and sunshine. Tell me, yeah, tell me about that, so, uh, Travis. So Golden Apple Awards and our Business of the Year Awards are coming up. We, we honor, you know, the, the folks that sacrifice and and pour out their hearts into our kids and help educate them and build them up. Um, so we like to honor and reward those folks with the Golden Apple Awards. We announced the winners at our annual banquet. Um, nominations are, have gone out now. So if you listeners, you know, you have a favorite teacher, you want to recognize someone, visit our website. You can fill out an application. And the website is? Uh, sorry. 
www.joplincc.com. Joplincc.com. Check that out, Travis Stevens. Thank you very much. Yeah. And I hope that, uh, you know, I didn't punish you too much no, for waiting great. eight months. This is great. Come on. So, All look right. For, look forward to coming back. All right. Coming up, uh, look at Kim Commando's Tech Minute on Newstalk KZRG.